0: Well, 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 welcome back to another fantastic episode of This Uncanny Earth, the weekly radio show that takes you into the paranormal, supernatural, and all the fun things therein. As always, I am your host, Robert Solomon, and with me, the creator of the most troublesome things in the universe, Spider. <laughs>
1: oh man, you know those creepy crawly things that you can't see at night, but you know they're there, See so you ate real hard? That's me.
0: And then you eat like 80 of them a year or something. <laughs>
1: So. <laughs> not, nah.
0: how is everybody this week oh. i hope everybody's doing well um it's been kind of a a weird week in ohio we had some real hot weather we had uh oh, some yeah. rain we had like Amazing. a whole day of just rain and it was in sheets and it was a disaster piece but uh i had a whole house
1: full of people arrested so that was great
0: yeah yeah <laughs> spider's got like spider has horrible luck with neighbors so, if, oh, dude! Do do. Th- I'm
1: not gonna get yeah. into specifics because that's no. people's business. But you know, man, <laughs> someday, someday I'm gonna get a good neighbor.
0: Someday. I mean, we have money for for uh, for investigating uh, um, Russian activity. Why can't we use that money to stop this heroin problem we seem to be having? You know, I mean, it's yeah. it's, it's really yeah. bad. Like when we when Spider and I were kids, it really nobody did heroin nobody was you know doing all this and that no
1: not really i mean we'd hear like people would be doing coke and stuff sometimes because this was like in the 80s and 90s but you didn't hear about it like being as bad like it was crime and there was criminals going around but it wasn't like people getting killed all the time
0: and and a lot of the time back then it was uh marijuana was real big i think marijuana has always been big though since the 60s uh crack cocaine Mm -hmm. that epidemic was real big um, <clears throat> that was a lot of inner city stuff, but I think once the prescription drug epidemic happened and heroin and just like, it's crazy. Oh, hey, Jason, what's going on, man? We didn't see you last week. Missed your brother. Um, by the way, Jason got a pretty sweet looking tattoo of his dog Boog uh, on his stomach. It's a pretty cool looking tattoo. So, you know, I bet, Excellent. That, bet that didn't feel good. <laughs> I bet that did <laughs> not feel good at all. But Jason's got, uh, quite a few tattoos, I believe, so. I only have one myself, so I'm not getting it any more. It's not because I think they're weird. It's just not me. You know, everybody uh, has their thing. So, um, mine's a mine's a panther on the back of my shoulder. Got it with a good buddy of mine before he passed away. So, uh, it'll, I'll let it age and, and do whatever it does mm. when the sun hits it. Supposedly it fades. You got to put stuff on. I'm not gonna do all that. So, just because it's in good memory of a good friend from many, many moons ago, back when I was a much, much younger and. And my, uh, my back didn't hurt as much, (laughs) Robert, so, but good times, good times. Tonight we are going to talk about the paranormal and the family. So, um, basically like, uh, you know, when's a good time to, to tell your children about the paranormal, what's some good topics to bring up around Mm -hmm. the family, how to get your family talking about it, the do's and don'ts of talking to children about the paranormal and just kind of, uh, kind of all that.
1: Um, yeah, and this was based off of a poll that we had uh, that you put did. up in the official Facebook group, which we don't always. I mean, we talk about the group, but we don't like push it. Like everybody better post. I'm gonna check. If you don't post, I'm you're fired. You're out. You're, you're booted. You're, nobody's allowed. We don't do that kind of stuff because nah, the we group don't. is more there for you guys to 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 meet each other and to hang out and and that kind it's of a, thing. Rather than it's to basically us, it's like,
0: basically a singles uh, only uh, bar. <laughs>
1: so come nah, on in.
0: Everybody's single and so, ready to mingle.
1: <laughs> so yeah, we um, you did that poll, and I thought it was a great idea for a topic. So I was just like, "Hey, let's run with it." And um,
0: and, and so here we are. We We're did. doing it. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. I'm um, running right now. I'm I'm running. Oh oh man, I'm running.
0: A couple couple quick announcements. Tomorrow we will be doing a Facebook Live unboxing.
2: Oh of man, I'm excited. This
0: uncanny shirts. I got them in oh, 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 oh. two days ago. They're sitting in. My uh, my man cave right now, just waiting. Just waiting to be unboxed.
1: Oh, so, yeah. They're going to be slick. They're going to be slick. They're
0: going to be fantastic. Also, this weekend, on Sunday, the 28th, I'll be doing an interview for This Uncanny Earth with... Um, Kenny Vigue from the Chad of Fallout 76 podcast will be talking about the paranormal. Uh, it was supposed to be last week, hence the cryptic um, post I made. Now, what I'm going to do in the future, I'm going to be making some cryptic posts for you folks. And you're going to have to kind of figure out what I'm talking about. Um, and then it might be an episode. It might be an item we have, we have coming up for sale for our, uh, for our, 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 um, our merchandise stuff. It might be just a way to kind of get on the show maybe. Maybe get a shout out on the show. Maybe a little scavenger hunt. So keep your eyes and ears posted for that. We also, like I said, tomorrow after the Facebook Live unboxing of these shirts, we will be putting the link up for the... PayPal, I'd hey, be like I was like literally <laughs> lost a thought. I went, I said the like the word patron. is just like I, there's
1: a word in there somewhere. I, I uh, got it.
0: And then the Patreon will go live shortly thereafter. Not tomorrow, but it will go live probably within the next couple mm. days. I know a lot of you folks like yeah, right. It's never gonna happen. You guys say that every week, but uh, we wanted to get we wanted to get the shirts in first before. Oh yeah, we went I mean that was like a priority. Ahead. Yeah, because to us the shirts are important. Also. I will be going to Creature Weekend in Cambridge, Ohio. I don't know if Spider's going to go with me, but I will be down there representing this Uncanny Earth October 18th through the 20th. So this way, um, anybody trying to meet us, if Spider can go, uh, we will be at the Flatwoods Monster Day. Spider and I will be Mm -hmm. down there on September 6th and 7th and jetting out the 8th. So anybody wants to kind of hang out, come say, hey, I will have shirts on hand. Yep. Um, depending on yeah. what shirt sells out, if our smalls sell out, I have a feeling our smalls are going to kind of go quick. Um, our extra larges, we got a good, we got a good amount of all of them. So mm-hmm. whatever you folks need, um, the link will be up soon, and, and we'll make sure you get your shirts. Get with me on shipping because shipping might be kind of atrocious for us. So I, I kind, I didn't want to do. I, I, I kind of didn't want to charge for shipping, but I, I'm, I'm going to head to the post office tomorrow, see what's going on. Um, but if I if we do charge for shipping, it'll be a flat rate. Um, and then if it's over by, you know, like, you know, two or three bucks, I'll personally cover it. So yeah, this way, yeah, you I mean, it's we, really got, good. we got
1: enough funds to do like a buck here and there. Right. Um, I don't think it's going to be that much. I, I'm pretty confident we should be able to to get everything done reasonably without, like, you guys being like, oh, you said it was $10 shirts. Now yeah. I'm paying $30 for a T-shirt. Right. What is that? $15 in shipping? That doesn't even add to $30.
0: <laughs> um, and if it is $15 in shipping, like, I know I know a couple folks live on the other side of the, of the continent. Get with me, and we'll work something out.
1: Now, if it's like, yeah, other country stuff is going to be kind of yeah. difficult because because it's definitely not going to be the same as the U.S. And we want to make sure that you get your shirts too, right? But so but we want to get your address right and everything.
0: But what what I might do too, um, for some of you folks that are out of the country, I might do I might put something special in there for you, um, depending on what I can do. I might get you know hmm. I might send you something kind of cool from from us just just to kind of, and that's not that's not like to say that you folks in the U.S. Um, aren't good folks. But what we have to come out in international shipping because my uh, my father he does international shipping for some things he does um, some Christmas items and it's pricey. It is I, I've had to fill out the white sheet before and it's crazy because you and you have to go through a lot of rigmarole and red tape to get mm-hmm. your item out um, because it's kind of a strenuous process. So if that's the case, get with us and uh, we'll do something for you. You know because we'll, we'll have to work something out. Um, the rest of you folks. Like I said, it, if if it is a flat rate, well, we might charge three bucks, um, depending on where it's got to go. Like I said, I'm gonna head out to the post office tomorrow, um, and just kind of get an idea, because I can always just take a shirt. I can take a shirt that I have upstairs in my closet. Yeah, have, have them
1: apron. weigh it and That's stuff, different. and yeah,
0: and uh, because I want you folks to see the shirts, because they are. I mean, I got to say, I'm I'm pretty pleased looking at the shirts online, but man cuz what we're going to do I think tomorrow on the Facebook live we're going to put on the shirts we're going to wear the shirts
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. 100%. I'm going to make sure that I'm I've got a uh sleeved shirt like long sleeve shirt so I can just slip a new, another one right on top so you guys don't have to, you know. Oh, spider, you're you've got no abs anymore. I know. I'm glad you noticed.
0: I'm not. I'm taking I got I keep my <laughs> I got my my white uh undershirt. I'm going to take off my overshirt but the put that over. So, if you don't like it, hey, don't tune in, but
1: uh well, it is your house. you can you know
0: facts factual statements only so but yeah that's uh that's just some of the amazing announcements we have, and we've got some more things down the pipeline that uh, and and some things that i uh so on Sunday, I put up that date. I think it was either Sunday or Saturday, no it was Sunday, but because some, some circumstances happened with Kenny. We were supposed to do the interview that Sunday. But uh, some circumstances happened. And, and it's cool. I'm not going to put anybody's, put anybody's business out there. But uh, we had to reschedule for this Sunday. So it will be this Sunday at 5 o'clock. You can check us out at 5 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Uh, he's actually been to Danvers Mental Hospital up in Massachusetts. So you're going to want to hear some good stories he has. He also helped, I believe, helped film or produce... The movie Session Nine. I rented that movie back in two thousand and two, I believe, from Giant Eagle. Back when Giant Eagle used to rent videos, mm. they don't do that anymore because people kept them, <laughs> so they kind of stopped doing <laughs> that. I mean, and really, the internet didn't didn't uh, do them any favors. I mean, Family Video is the only right. video store I know of, and they don't even they don't even do anything. They just I always see that they like share a place with a mobile phone shop now. So, um, <clears throat> but yeah, so. Uh, Because that didn't happen, there's still something else that happened that Sunday. Something that is going to be of epic proportions. But I'm not going to clue you into that just yet. But it is cooking. Something that's cooking. Um, Something uh, Spider and I are heavily involved in doing some fun things with that.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: it should come to fruition by I want to say the fall. I kind of want to make this a fall thing. It's gonna be gonna be pretty epic. So
1: yeah, it. just a, a little hint too, not to get too into it, but a hint for anybody who wonders if a if an epic showdown that was mentioned many times was really gonna happen. Oh, it's gonna happen.
0: It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's gonna happen. So. That is our weekly uncanny business that we have to do each and every week here at this uncanny earth. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so it's it's good to see Jason in the chat room. Um, anybody else that's in, the, in in listening and wants to chat, jump on in. Don't be don't be shy. You know, don't be afraid. Absolutely. We don't bite. Um,
1: quick reminder too. Uh, last week we had our episode about shamanism and voodoo, mostly voodoo. Uh, less so about shamanism because there was just so much voodoo to go around so much and um (laughs) so so if anybody has not heard that i think it was kind of a light week everybody seemed like they were pretty busy with stuff so i don't think we had a whole lot of listeners but i'm not worried about that too much you guys always tend to go in after the fact and listen to stuff later so if you haven't heard it and you didn't know that we were there last week like oh man i totally forgot it was thursday blanked out because i'll do that sometimes until i'm actually here on the i don't
0: i look forward uh... to thursday every week (laughs) When I wake up on Thursday morning, like this morning, I woke up today, um, and I'm like, man, it's another show day. Feeling good. Jumped out of bed. I was happy. I'm excited. I'm always excited for Thursdays.
1: He's a a character in that book, the man who was Thursday, because he's Thursday. Anybody know that book? Uh, uh, uh. Now you're going to look it up. You're like, what? It has nothing to do with anything we talked about either. The plot's like totally different. You'll be like, how is he like that guy at all? He's not. Irony. (laughs)
2: <laughs> I, I guess.
1: Thanks. I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Are we having a show now?
0: Are we having a show or no show?
1: <clears throat>
0: oh, um, I don't know if we talked about this last week. I think I did. I think we brought this up, but uh people are considering storming the old area fifty one. I think they still going around.
1: Ah oh, man
0: still, people are
2: still, still talking still about that.
0: I guess they have I heard last count. I heard it was like 1.2 million people that were going to do this thing, and I'm just like, "You're going to get shot. You are literally going to get shot because it's. I mean, you're basically like almost committing an act of terrorism." If well, I'm let's not, take uh, let's
1: take the number of people who actually say they're going to go to an event, and pare right. it down to how many people actually go, and like one point some million is probably like 30,000 people at most, if that based on, like, the various fractions of stuff. And I, I'm i thinking even less. I'm probably just going to be, like, a couple hundred people that might actually show up and then probably just go out to eat somewhere. <laughs> Here we are, Reading Area 51, and uh, we didn't have very many, so we just decided to go eat at this burger joint around the corner. Guy
0: Fieri just shows up like, hey, everybody, I'm hungry. Who's ready to eat? Ready to Flavor eat? Town. Flavor Town. Uh, in other paranormal news, because I, I kind of like doing this, uh, bringing some paranormal topics to the forefront. Mm. The Vatican recently, some folks recently unearthed, I, I don't know how many bodies or skeletons, I should say, but it was multiple amounts of skeletons looking for a mm. teenager that was murdered. And the teenager, uh, a young lady, was, her parents were sent a letter, kind of like a, uh, a um, I don't know what you call those it was like a riddle kind of a, it was like a real mysterious letter about where to find her. And so they went looking and I guess they dug up all these bones. Did you hear about this spider?
1: Yeah, I've heard some weird things about it. Like they actually looked in some, like this has been going going on for years. Uh, somebody accused the Vatican of being involved, but only because she worked there as like a student or something like that. And, um, and so she was missing on the grounds somewhere, one of their, their properties. And, um, so, if he, like, recently, I guess they said, oh, well, okay, well, abruptly, we're going to help you look, and they opened up two crypts, just, I don't know what led to these two crypts, but when yeah. they opened them, there was nobody in there at all, like, not even the people who were supposed to be in well, the crypts. the people who
2: like,
0: were supposed oh. to be buried in there were, like, a, like a couple princesses of places yeah. I've never even heard of, I mean... There was a lot of princess and princesses back in back in the in the medieval ages, or like back in the like the the, the the I don't know what you really call it, the Catholic mm. ages. But so there like I didn't even my buddy told me and I forget, but it was like I was like where? So like Moldova? Yeah, and they said that, that
1: during some uh, during some restoration that the bones might have been disinterred and put someplace else. But yeah. it was just a weird like it's a weird twist to a situation. And now they dug someplace else and they did find some bones somewhere. But no, it's like, what? I mean, who? Where are all the, where are the bones coming from? Where do they belong? There's there's no bones here, but there are bones here. Whose bones are they? I want to know.
0: Now let's storm the Vatican. <laughs> I'm one hundred percent for that. One thousand percent for that.
1: Because, I don't know, man. They got them Swiss Guard and they got those Swiss have, Army knives.
0: I have Swiss. Ah, oh, you made the joke before. I can make the joke. Nice. <laughs> oh, uh, you dirty <laughs> dog. You dirty dog. Oh man. Um, uh, one of my one of my passions is uh, religious history. I really enjoy studying different religions and um, because I can do it in a – I don't want to say an open-minded because I don't want to get all new age about it. But I can do it with a scholarly mind. I can read about different religions and not go, well, just turp, 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 and I'm angry. I mean, me and Spider have – he's hmm. one of the few people I can actually have conversations about both religion and politics. And it doesn't turn into a gigantic fist fight. It just turns into – yeah, no, I didn't think about that. Or, I didn't know that. And that's it. And that's a good thing. I mean, it's good to have friends that you can... Uh...
1: Occasionally, there's a, uh, I'm not feeling that. And then the other person goes, all right, I, I see that. Yeah, that's it. And then that's it. And then we move on to something else. And like, oh, yeah? Well, you're going to see it my way. And then the earth is flat. Yeah. What do you think no, about don't. that? not Flat earth.
0: Don't bring that trash to this show. <laughs> and like I said... Well, I'm I,
1: angry. I'm going to flat earth it all day.
0: I'm pretty good about, like, conspiracy theories. If, if you folks know me, you know I, I'm, I'm, I'm big on the Alex Joneses and, and all that and the David Knights and, and some of the cool stuff like that. Uh, but the one thing I don't tolerate is Flat Earth. It's stupid. It's just it's
2: the stupidest <laughs> thing.
0: And I, you know what? And here's the thing. If listeners out there are like, well, I could get you a million listeners, just say that you'll give Flat Earth a chance. I'm, I would rather not because I just I can't. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't. I, I it is the most, like, it, it. it's almost as bad as the reptilian um, George Bush theory.
1: I would this rather, is how you get uh, Rob to be on a rant for, like, 20 minutes.
0: And I've already probably taken up most of the time. <laughs> but this is what we do here. It's a free-form talk show. Um, if you right. notice, we kind of moved away from the uh, this happened, and then in 1775, this happened, and then 1335, this happened. Just because we both kind of felt a free-form talk show was was a little bit more down people's alleys than listening to, you know, you can listen to a, uh, you can read a history book for that stuff. We always will bring up dates and stuff like that, but yeah, went on kind of a, a tangent there, didn't I? I guess you could say it was co-signed. Yeah, yeah. Trigonometry you're jokes. T- you're taking
1: my jobs there now. Hey, I got my
0: dad joke in.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you had to come up with a backup since I had that other one. Yeah, you stole my Swiss Army
0: knife joke.
2: I don't respect it.
0: So, anyways, let's get into this awesomeness of talking about paranormal with your family.
2: That's right. Now, That's
0: right. as many of you know, I've said this before. My uh, enjoyment for the paranormal started when I was a kid, and my grandmother had uh, time life Western books, and I would always look at the pictures of the dead because it was fascinating to me. I know a lot of people. I've, I've told this story to people, and they're like, "Really? Didn't it scare you?" No, because if you know history, you know that in the old West, when they wanted to catch outlaws and stuff, and they didn't, and they wanted people to actually not be afraid. They, uh, what they would do is they would, when the outlaw was killed, they would hang his body up in the coffin at the morgue, right outside of it, so that you knew that he mm. was dead, so you wouldn't be afraid anymore. And, uh, the pictures they would show had the bullet holes, and man, it was crazy. And then I was also into, this is probably like five years ago, I was into, um, I don't know what they called it, There's probably a name for it, but it was back in the old days when your relatives died or when your when you're um, when a child passed away, they would take a picture of it, like a lithograph, and mm. they would. Uh, it usually would be the family standing together with one person. Yeah, the, the
1: death portrait or something like yeah, that. Yeah,
0: it's something like that. Um, and I was really fascinated by those, and I almost bought one. Something that you folks don't know, I almost bought one, and then I decided against it because I was just like, "Is this really what I want in my house?" <laughs> you know it's it's fascinating enough to where i can study it from from afar but i didn't really want that in my house just
1: just
2: Mm -hmm.
0: just to be there so um but this and and to get back on topic here without my rant for another half hour um the reason i asked this this that that question in the facebook group is because uh my son and i were watching or were, were i forget we well we got tacos my son wanted tacos so I went out and got him some tacos, like a good father would do. Went out and got a couple tacos and brought them back. And we didn't spill them on the floor.
1: <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> if you didn't spill them on the floor, did you really eat tacos? That's yes, like Nexus be- because,
0: I, because they didn't waste them like you did. You're a waster of tacos. Um, so what we did, uh, my son wanted to watch something about ghosts. And I said, okay. So what I did was I put on an old, old, old 1970s show called In Search Of with, you know, the, uh, the fantastic Leonard Nimoy, a.k.a. Galvatron, rest in peace. And my son was into it. He was watching it. And it wasn't mm. a scary thing. You know, In Search Of wasn't Unsolved Mysteries. That was borderline kind of scary if you were a kid. Mm. Um, it was just informative. And so that got me to thinking, when is a good time to expose, or not even really expose? Because at some point, anybody's going to ask this question. You know, uh, and I, and I asked the members in the group and a couple people came with some great replies. I mean, in fact, all of you came with some good replies, but, um, most everybody said talking about it or, you know, kind of explaining it to them, you know, three was a great age. Um, let me, I'm, I'm going to jump into the comments on this one real quick.
1: Because yeah. That's uh, another reason why I picked it because we had such good participation we that we can actually pick and things from the, uh from people's actual comments and we can include everybody on the show. So it's almost like you guys are are the guests tonight.
0: All right. So let me go down here. Okay. So I'm going to start with somebody that, that um, one of our first time commenters, Naomi, she commented, I taught mine when they were three or four years old. Um, So that's cool. Naomi. um, Very, very good. um, uh, Telling us that. Now, Mm -hmm. our good buddy Todd David Anderson says, Todd, I'd say as soon as they show an obvious interest, it's okay to teach them about the possibility of supernatural or paranormal existence. And as he said, as far as letting a child accompany you on or assist with a paranormal investigation, I'd say 14 or their freshman year of high school. And I agreed about 14 or 15 um, and we'll we'll get into talking about that, that in a little bit here. Um, Jason Link, mm-hmm. our good buddy Jason Link, he says, I think whenever they are ready or interested, even if it is a young age, he says, personally, I was also into the paranormal as far as I can even remember. was always fascinated with ghosts, spirits, aliens, UFO sightings, urban legends, um, like Mothman, Flatwoods of Monster, that sort of thing. And uh, it may frighten some kids, but some kids may be totally into it. And some are both into it while still sort of frightened," he said. He goes on to say, "Unsolved Mysteries was easily one of my faves as a kid. Now, when I was a kid, Unsolved Mysteries freaked me out because of that music, for one, mm-hmm. and and like there were whenever I would the see the dramatizations it,
1: it, looked real. Like, it went like right. real hard to make sure that, that stuff looked like it was real stuff.
0: And I was like, and then the update would hit you like update, and then and then it would go. The guy that killed this woman is still at large. I'm like, come on, man. Come on. <laughs> I do not need that update. tape uh, Also, our good friend Josie says, I don't think there's an age really. More if they're interested. And then she goes on to say, definitely Unsolved Mysteries and USA Up All Night. I loved watching in the 90s. Wish those shows were still around in this day and age. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do too. But you got too many weird reality shows that don't make any sense. And, you know, that's that's the way that goes. But, yeah, some really good responses from folks. I was really pleasantly surprised that people came out to talk about that because it's a a really good topic to sit and talk about that with folks. Um, Your children, loved ones. Uh, Spider, when was your uh, first experience or kind of uh, intro into the paranormal?
1: Well, I'll tell you, um, like you, I grew up in the 80s. And and there was a lot of just paranormal stuff. Like movies and everything were real big in the 80s. You had all those movies... um, About uh, There were a lot of, like, kids' movies about ghosts and about monsters and about all kinds of things in the 80s. And so leading that into the 90s, it it was kind of everywhere, saturated with it. So you had, uh, um, had, like, Casper in the 90s. You had um, some of those old – there's some old Disney movies that aren't like the cartoons that are, like, old live-action movies that aren't real big anymore that got into some hefty stuff. Um, like there's one that I always remembered as a kid, and I don't remember what it is now, but I could probably look it up. Um, about uh, this kid meets this uh, an imaginary friend he calls him. It's his invisible friend um, somewhere outside, and it's some kind of creature that lives underground. But it's like it's friendly, but it has a bunch of other relatives that are not friendly. So he makes the stuff that covers it with like this green goo or whatever, and makes it visible for everybody, and it. it takes him down where the mean relative creatures are and they got to shut the tunnel off and all kinds of stuff. It was crazy is it, stuff. Is it Mac? Maybe. I don't remember for sure. I'd have to see it. Uh, Cause I looked it up a few years ago. Cause I was like eating away at me. I was like, I remember this thing when I was a kid and what is it? Ah, but, um, but yeah, I mean, we grew up with that kind of stuff. So I had mm-hmm. that kind of stuff all over the place. And, um, and in my house, my dad was a big uh, connoisseur of, of movies, of, of music, of, of all kinds of a variety of stuff. Um, so uh, there was a lot of that kind of stuff kind of floating around. I remember, again, when I was a kid, sneaking a watch of Predator on network TV, um, on my little rabbit ears TV upstairs. They had most of the blood removed, but I was like, hey, this is still pretty good. So, so I was pretty young, I think. I... I don't remember the exact age when I was really conscious of that kind of stuff. Um, And I've always had kind of like, I know either like two shows ago, I think when we were talking about uh, talking to Noah Frank, I talked about I hadn't had a whole lot of personal like stuff that I would say that paranormal happened to me so much, which is still true. But I do have a lot of dreams and stuff that could be paranormal. I I wouldn't say they're paranormal experiences so much, but I have dreams of like zombies and monsters and all kinds of things. And I have some particular thoughts about all that which is kind of outside the purview of the show here. But, um, but still, so I kind of grew up with an imagination for that kind of thing. And, uh, and I've always enjoyed having that kind of stuff around, whether or not I really experienced it or not. And, um, and I, I think it's kind of important to have that, that kind of thing really in your life as a kid because it helps with your imagination. For one thing, it helps show that, well, there's no real monsters like that that we know of in the world. And um, for another thing, it's uh, you never know what your brain can think up, so you might as well imagine whatever you want.
0: And that's a good point. Um, a, a good paranormal movie that I enjoyed as a kid was a movie called The Lady in White, um, and it was in a, It took place in a New England town, and it was about a kid that was bullied and, and some things happened. And I don't want to give too much away because it is a fantastic movie. And I think it's floating around on YouTube because it wasn't a very like big box office exorcist style movie. It was just a good kind of uh, I, I want to say oh man 1988
2: I think
0: but it it basically stars a kid who's locked up in a in a, in the, like a cloak room would be a closet, I guess, of uh, his school as part of a prank, and he sees this lady, and it, it's a good story. I definitely recommend folks go out there. And you know,
1: and- now that you mention that, I kind of vaguely remember a plot like that.
0: Yeah, it's good stuff. I I really like that movie. I, I'm have to watch it again here soon. YouTube has it, folks. Um, it's put up by Dancing Queen 1978. So yeah, it's uh, it's right here. Hmm. Very interesting because it's been a long time. I Man, I've probably watched that movie mm. in almost 20 years. So we'll see if it holds up well. Maybe I'll maybe I'll talk about it next time on the next show, just to see if uh, if it stood the test of old time. We'll see because mm. some things, you know, you like to romanticize a lot of the old the old school stuff, and then you watch it, you're
1: like, yikes. Now we have now uh, now no, Mr. James Creechbaum. Actually, is here with us, even though he—I don't know if he's on the the show chat, but he's in the Discord chat for anybody who's ever interested in joining our our Discord chat.
2: Hey, um,
1: and he says that he watched Rosemary's Baby at age five by himself in 1969, Oof. unbeknownst to his parents. Jeez. And then he says, "Haven't been right since." LOL. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of something that we all did something similar, yeah. I think. Yeah um good story though yeah uh yeah, that was perfect. uh movies like that the omen and stuff like that which like oh yeah. man because especially if you're a kid and you start thinking that there's other kids that are like they're not like me they're like that or maybe i'm that kid mm-hmm. oh man i don't want to push my mom off a footstool oh <laughs> man
0: <laughs> oh and and he also goes on to say let me see if i can pull it up here the the the, the chat in the actual like program is weird the way it works like, the, the, the bar is real thin to move, so I'm just going to go to the website. Um, it said the Reptoids made the Earth flat. So it's good. It's true. It's true. <laughs> oh, Jason Luke says, like Alex Jones, he's completely shirtless. <laughs> That's right. That's not that yeah, First of all, you can't be that shirtless. I'm shirtless right now. Um, But, uh, but yeah. Um, now, I didn't watch... Uh, I don't remember any horror movies when I was a kid except maybe The Exorcist and I, I couldn't watch another horror movie for like a while because it actually scared me as a child but I do remember my dad let me watch RoboCop when I was like man I was probably single digits like 7 or 8 and I remember like the parts of RoboCop that you see that you know I'm not going to repeat them there but
2: there's some <laughs>
0: questionable things and questionable language but I mean I didn't turn out bad and, you know, in the 80s, man, you know, we, our parents let us outside and we, we roamed around and we had a good time. And there wasn't this really weird, overprotective um, aspect. You know, I, I would leave it in the morning and come back in the evening. Um, my mom said, just come home for lunch just so that I know you're OK. And then I'd go back out again. Mm-hmm. Never had an issue. Never had weirdos try to pick me up, you know. And that's it's sad that kids can't experience that these days. That they can't go outside and and just kind of play and not have to worry about some goofball, um, weirdo, you know, coming, coming mm-hmm. to try to grab them. So, but yeah. So I, and my my dad. I watched a bunch of sci-fi stuff when I was a kid. Terminator, Terminator Two, um, RoboCop, They Live, which is a fantastic movie. I, I really like They Live, Repo Man, oh. Uh, I want to say something, too. Rest in peace to Rutger Hauer. Man, that's sad. Oh, yeah, man. That was sad. That yeah, was my... really yeah, talented
1: that... guy, really talented actor. And um, the he was he was really still performing. He wasn't performing in a lot of big name stuff anymore, but he was performing right. in smaller things off the side, still in the sci-fi thing. Observer, if anybody gets a chance to play that game, I thought was really, really good with Rutger Hauer. And, um, yeah, it's too bad. going to be missed.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, what would your, what was your favorite Rutger Howard movie if you had to pick
1: one? Uh I'd have to go all the way back to Blade Runner. I mean I've only seen it a couple of times, but he was definitely one of the highlights of that film. Um I mean that I'm wondering if Harry uh what <clears throat> pardon me I'm wondering if uh Harrison Ford was a replicant himself, which was an interesting kind of like, huh question that sometimes people think about with that movie. True. But um but yeah, I I, I've seen some of his other movies and and they're all pretty good. He, yeah. he definitely oh, yeah. gives his whole thing to it, but um, but Blade Runner I think is always going to stand as as really his defining role because that monologue is great. Oh man, because he he improvised it
0: on the spot. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna have to He was a fan
1: of the the written fiction and everything, yeah. which is is how he was able to do it. He read the. Philip He was K. a Dad. fan of the author and yeah. Um, yeah, and so he was really into that at the time.
0: Wasn't that uh, do androids dream of electric sheep? Was that that one?
1: Yeah, that's where part of that comes from.
0: I could be getting that because I was confused that with the Ray Bradbury. I um, sing the body electric. I think that's the name of that. Mm-hmm.
2: One,
0: that they turned into a Twilight Zone episode. So, and I, I have to agree with you. Blade Runner's my favorite too. I know that's kind of cliche. People
2: are like,
0: but I I really like Blade Runner, and the new one's good too. If anybody hasn't got to see it yet. I really really liked it. Really liked it. I didn't get like a lot of like
2: oh my god it was so great reviews,
0: but I liked it. <laughs> it was it was really a, a a good um a good sequel to the to the last and I definitely recommend it. I know people will probably put off because you know, a lot of people will with and I'm the same way with remakes. Like, oh you're, you're or not remakes, but like sequels of old old movies. Um but I loved it. The the soundtrack is phenomenal. I mean, if if people if you like synth wave mm. or like synth style music, you would really like the soundtrack for this uh, for this film. So, but anyways, back on topic. Back on topic,
1: but
2: <laughs>
0: before we go back on topic, we didn't do something last week. I don't know if we haven't done it in a while. Do you know what that is? Do you know what we haven't done for a while, Spider?
1: Well, we did one thing. We gave somebody an applause towards the end of the episode.
0: Was it who? Was it the Count though?
1: Yeah, it was because we talked about him putting a hex on us, Voodoo Curse.
0: Oh well, let's get it out of Going the way.
1: Conce, Germain,
2: <laughs> here you go. There you
1: can't it forget it. On yeah, basis.
0: Can't forget it like it's a long. <clears throat> Spider can't hear it. I'm the only one that can hear it in the audience. <laughs> he
1: I used to be able to hear it, but somebody it's had to be in charge of the buttons.
0: That's cute. That's adorable. (laughs) Well, it helps in case Spider, you know, something would happen to Spider, God forbid, you know. I want to make sure I know how to do it.
1: It's still good to spread the knowledge around anyway. I mean, I always like to joke on them about it, but that's because I was responsible for setting stuff up like that for, not just for this show, but for other shows, probably for close on three or four years. So it's just weird still not having to do it. And we've been doing this show for almost what?
0: Ooh, it'll be wow. a year in September, or August.
1: Yeah, almost a year. Jeez, We're coming come, up on an anniversary here,
0: dude. We gotta do something We gotta. We might have to have another Facebook Live and drink a bottle yeah. of whiskey and, and and do our thing for that year. Yeah. that
1: year. See off. if we can actually be outside and, uh, and have a grill up and everything.
0: Oh yeah, hobo with a shotgun. I forgot about hobo with the shotgun.
1: Oh yeah, excellent. Nice.
0: Oh James, uh, James says, "Original Salem's Lot." May my heart mm-hmm. stop when the beast took the cross and crushed it. All hope of killing Vamp right then and there. That vampire is one of the coolest looking vampires in my opinion. Um, man, that was that was that's probably one of my favorite um, vampire stories. My favorite vampire movie though is Dracula Untold, and that's because it's kind of like Castlevania, which is my favorite game series. But mm. I'm not gonna talk about that. Paranormal in the family, Spider. Paranormal in the family. Stay on topic, right. dude. Why do you keep going off topic? Oh
1: man. Well, you know, that's kind of my shtick. I kind of just like take something and I veer off into left field, and then you take it out of a different direction. And then I've turned it into like five different shows.
0: I know we could do a show <laughs> about that. So, Spider, you have a you have a child, as as uh, as many mm-hmm. folks know. Um, yep. how does she feel about the paranormal? Or does she not like?
1: Well, she's um, she likes a lot of different shows. She we're in a weird spot with her. She notices some things, and she doesn't notice some things. And when she was growing up, she used to say that she would see things in her room. And she still does sometimes. She still says that, oh, there's something over here. So we actually had to do some various things to get her comfortable in her room. So that if whatever it was that she was seeing came in, whether it was her imagination or otherwise, that she wouldn't have to be afraid of it because it couldn't get her, it couldn't bother her. So we have different things set up in her room with like crystals spread around we've got a dream catcher in there i have an old jack-o'-lantern like foam it's like an old hard foam um novelty jack-o'-lantern that you can turn on and off with a light in it that i had when i was a kid so i was like here let me put this in this thing will smile in your room all the time so anything that tries to get in this thing will scare it away so she's got that set up so but she's she's interested in things like a lot of her cartoons deal with um like uh, like Friendly Monsters and stuff like that. Like, she's uh, she's seen Sesame Street and that, that kind of stuff, but she has other shows that has Friendly Monsters, and um, she watches other shows, like this This Doc McStuffins kid that has, she's like a doctor for toys that are broken and stuff like that. I'm sure everybody in the audience who has kids are like, oh, yeah, we know all about that. Everybody else is kind of like, what? What are you talking about? But you guys will understand. If you get into some kids, you'll, you'll have some. You'll understand. Um, but, uh, the, uh, so she sees a lot of this kind of stuff that's kind of out of the ordinary and, um, she hasn't asked specifically about stuff. Like we, we, we've had, we've lost a couple pets since we had her. So we had to try to explain the whole death thing to her. And she, 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 I don't know if she quite gets it. I mean, she's getting there, but she's, so she doesn't know really about ghosts and stuff like that yet. Um, she's seen a couple of Casper, like Nickelodeon, um, Casper cartoon movies. And then she watches the super monsters show on, uh, on one of her streaming services that has, um, has a little, a kid that turns into a werewolf kid that turns into a vampire kid that turns into a, a zombie and a mummy and all this kind of stuff, but they all go to school at this monster school and, and have monster adventures when the sun comes down. And it's just weird and silly and doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but she likes it. So she's kind of growing up with the symbology around her. Whether she quite gets what all this stuff is just yet is kind of irrelevant. I think growing up with the symbology, when she gets at a certain age, she can start asking, well, I want to read about vampires or I want to read about ghosts or I want to read about aliens or I want to read about this other thing. And I can be like, okay, well, here's a book about it. Here's another book about it. Here's this and here that. And she can start asking more serious questions. So it's less that she's having it explained to her and more that she's just kind of exposed to the fact that these things and these beliefs and these ideas are out there, which I think is healthy. I think it's good that they get kind of exposed to, to all these different things in life, whether they understand them or not, as long as you present them in a way that's not going to frighten them. And that's not going to be like, oh, here's the Frankenstein monster. Here he comes if you didn't eat your dinner. You kind of sound um, like uh,
0: Paul Bearer, actually. Yeah, oh, I know. I mean, every
1: once in a while, we got a cha- we got to channel him in here. Um,
0: rest in peace, Paul Bearer.
1: <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, so I, I, I think it's important to get your kids, if you're at all interested in it, I think it's good to have, um, to introduce the ideas and the imagery to your kids in a fun way. I don't... I don't recommend doing what happened with us where we would go to the bookstore and somebody would get us a copy of scary stories to tell in the dark at like three years old with those scary pictures and stuff. Oh, I forgot about those. (laughs) That was some traumatizing stuff. I'll say, but you know, I think if you present it into a, in a non frightening way, when they get older, I I mean, they are going to encounter some frightening stuff when they get older. I'm sure if they're in tune to it because people get into hauntings and it's real scary stuff but they'll be better prepared for it i think if they grew up normalized around it as a kid and
0: that's a good point now with me um <clears throat> i play a lot of uh art bell shows for me and my son we we're just kind of hanging around the house in the wintertime playing um so like i, I played one with uh one of my personal um Inspirations, and that would be Richard C. Hoagland, who I hope one day to have on the show. So, if anybody knows him, you know, see if uh, he wants to be on the show. Like uh, he's he's pretty he's pretty cool. He has a lot of same um, ideas that I have. So, but I play a lot of the podcast. I play a lot of Art Bell's podcasts. Um, rest in peace to Art Bell. Um, very fantastic. Uh, mm. uh, I mean, he's he's you know, he's definitely one of my inspirations. Um, and the reason why I wanted to do this because I you know. I saw that he did it, and it was something he loved. And I'm like, man, I would like to do that someday. I'd like to go... And this this was years ago, back when Art Bell... This was probably back in 2001 or two. And I remember being up at like 3, 4 in the morning. Because that's when Art Bell was on. He was always on really, really late. I remember turning it a.m. Because it was on a.m. radio. And I remember turning I'm like... And somebody was talking about... Like a UFO thing, and I was like, "Wait, what?" Because AM radio to me was always sports. It was always like the Minnesota Twins beat the Atlanta Braves today and baseball highlights six nothing. Back to baseball, and I was like, "I don't know much about baseball, <laughs> but uh, but I remember being um, I, I was uh, I was really young at the time. I was probably like in my in my twenties, and hearing this guy talk about aliens and he had guests on. They were I was like, "Wait, what?" What? Because I've always been into, like, you know, a lot of people, Mm -hmm. they're into paranormal stuff. They're into the ghosts They're into the the haunted stuff. Me, I'm more into the other side of it with the aliens and, and, you know, did we live on Mars at one time? Mm -hmm. Did we terraform the Earth? And so hearing this guy talk about this kind of stuff at 3 in the morning, and I was like, this is awesome. I would love to do this one day. and, And here I am doing it today for you awesome folks out there that listen man this, this is very day you folks are making a, a dream come true for me like this is this is awesome to me I mean we've had some fabulous guests on so mm-hmm. you know I, I definitely recommend you know playing that kind of stuff around your children my dad would uh, would tell me about science fiction books when I was a kid and I would try to find them and read them uh, he always liked science fiction movies I watched a lot of that I would get uh, like the science fiction sounds, like the laser sounds and stuff, because I had a four, I had mm. a record player, and they'd be 45, so I'd play 45s and, and records of like lasers and like planets and aliens and man, it was it was really I, and Spider and I grew up in a really good time for kids to grow up in. It was a really mm. a really fantastic time for us, you know. You could learn about that. I would go to the library once again. The Time Life books they had a Time Life books about like paranormal. They had like ESP and And psychics and things like that. And I would leave through those and ghosts. And I was like, Man, this is this is fascinating stuff. You know, even though I'm not big like you know, I couldn't tell you what Zach Baggins is having for lunch today. I I have no idea. Hmm. Um, but you know, I I I can tell you
1: what he just bought.
0: Yeah, Charles Manson's (laughs) home.
1: No no no, that's just one of the the homes from the murders.
0: Oh, I thought you bought Charles Manson's old home for some
1: reason. No no no, it was one of the one of the murders but uh but yeah i mean cuz there's that and then there's the Sharon tay house
0: right right um so to me it's like you know as a kid you know and 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 cartoons and stuff and tv they had these so i don't i, I know jason will know what these are called but they i think they're called the immortals so they were a action figure that had a hologram
1: yep yep on the
0: inside and we I,
1: talked about that last time i was over there
0: yeah we did and so i think the the immortals I think they were called the Immortals, and they would like you could move them, and they would turn to like snake band and stuff, and it was it was really cool. I, you know, as I as I uh, wax poetic on the um, on the old school, but yeah, it was it was really cool growing up in the era that we did, and so I tried to give my son that same kind of kind of growth to kind of visionaries, visionaries, mm. yes, visionaries.
1: That's what it was. Yes, see?
0: that's all I knew. He would know If Anybody would know that. It's him. I bet he has some. I had a
1: bunch of those. I had like the, yeah, I had, I had the stabs and everything. They the were all like no, the holograms worked, but I still had them.
0: Um, I bet he has some. I bet Jason Link... Le- Jason, you should put those up like a picture if you still have one, in the uh, the 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 Facebook group and just show people. I think that'd be awesome to do that. So. Um, yeah, he does. I knew he did. I knew it. If anybody would have that out of all my friends, that dude would have it.
1: Yeah, I lost all mine in a house fire back in like 91, something like that, like way, way, way back when I was a kid. So I don't have any surviving additions, but, uh, good stuff. They're fun. Mine
0: all broke because I was a kid and I played with my toys. So mine all broke. I still have my old Ninja Turtles, though. Um, Usagi Yojimbo, or yeah, Usagi Yojimbo, the rabbit, and I have the panda that was the evil version of of that. And, but uh, <clears throat> but yeah, that's how that's how I'm kind of like exposing, or not, I don't want to say exposing. That sounds weird. That's kind of how I'm showing my son some different mm-hmm. aspects of of the world. I don't want him to be like you know I see so many people that don't believe in this kind of stuff, <clears throat> and they're just kind of like going their day to day, every day, just like they get up, they go to work. They come home. They don't even think about this kind of stuff. They turn on sports, and that's cool if they're doing that. Like, I'm not, I'm not judging you folks for this. I'm not saying like you're horrible people, but mm. you know, people like Spider and I, because me and him will share different articles about like uh, old archaeological sites, uh, the Vatican stuff. Well, we didn't really share that, but we were talking about it, and um, and it's cool. Like, it's cool to have friends that that are into this kind of stuff because I, I always enjoy talking about. Um, this sort of thing. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm trying to ex- like share this with my son so that he, I mean, and, and you know what, maybe he is one of those becomes those people that just that he likes sports and that's what he likes to do. And that's cool. I'm, I'm, you know, I'll let him do what he, what he likes to do, what he loves to do. But I just kind of want to just put it in his head. Like, Hey, um, the world isn't just like, get up, go to work, mm-hmm. come home, go to bed, get up, go to work. You know what I mean? Like I want him to know that life is, is is really cool when you like kind of examine all the the awesome possibilities. Unless he comes home as a flat earther, then I'm kicking him out of the house.
2: <laughs> Gotta
0: go. I can't have that in my home. Just kidding. Kinda. Of. I don't
1: need that negativity in my life.
0: All right. All right. But you know, it, it's it's just it's cool to me. You know, because now that that Spider and I are fathers, we have access to all the old paranormal like stuff. That you had to watch on cable TV back then because you couldn't. There was no YouTube. There was no um, DVRs to record. Mm -hmm. You had to catch it on your black and white TV or your color TV where you had to bang the TV to get the picture to come in or move the antennas to like Houston, Texas and Ontario, Canada
1: (laughs) to get your show to come in. I did watch some. some, I watched uh, where I was in Northwest Pennsylvania. It was Channel 43 and it was like a Toronto station or something like that. (laughs) What the? Oh, that was the door. We're taking a lightning bug outside. It's haunted. <laughs> haunted. It's live, folks. It's what <clears throat> happens.
0: Yeah, yeah. I do the same thing he does. I take light. lightning bugs are awesome, and it's a great time of year to see them. You look outside and they're mm-hmm. just like blink, blink, blink. Um, oh yeah, got plenty of them. Yeah. For me, it was. It's funny you mentioned Channel Forty Three because we had a Channel Forty Three here too, but it was in Cleveland.
2: <clears throat>
0: but the the coolest memory I have, um, there's a there's a movie called Titanic, and it's not. The the the
1: uh, James Cameron one, not that yeah, one. Yeah, no, no.
0: This is a black and white one, and I remember staying up at two in the morning on my black and white TV, watching it upstairs in my bedroom. Like, oh man, this is fantastic. Because I, I had a TV. I was a kid. It was cool. Mm-hmm. Like, it, when we were kids, getting a TV was a big deal. Like, if you got a TV, and usually it was for Christmas time, you made it as a kid. Like you that and like your first video game system. Those two things, man. If you had those as a kid, it was pretty sweet. It was pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. So, and they had paranormal games, Ghostbusters.
1: Yep. Yeah, yeah. Ghostbusters, we grew up with that cartoon, and that cartoon got pretty dark sometimes. Yeah, it sure Most did. Most of those didn't it? cartoons got dark. You remember Jeez. when they had the ghosts who were human busters who were who were going out trying to catch them? Yeah. Oh man, man, dark.
0: And like, you would even have other. Um, other shows that were really like wow now that Mm -hmm. i look back but i'm like bring those back we need those and our kids need to see this stuff because that's why we had everything's like done
1: everything's like spongebob which i mean i'm not trying to slam stuff and i know people like it but i mean it's not like like it's not cerebral shows it's not like you don't sit and think i wonder about the premise of a sponge at the bottom of the ocean, but see, and how much water would absorb, and blah blah. You don't think about that when you're watching
0: but, SpongeBob. But, Sp- but SpongeBob is more Looney Tunes. You know what I mean? Like it's that comedy kind of feel good. You laugh. It's, it's more of that. And you're right though. There really isn't. I think once, um, once I got, once I stopped watching, like, the cartoons we grew up with, I got into anime mm. because anime could tell a more adult. and I don't mean adult like that fuzzy picture at you know four in the morning is that Mm -hmm. uh, a lady's unmentionable or is it just you know a a shoe (laughs) you don't know you have no idea Um, but for me like anime did that it filled that that void you know I I remember staying up at midnight on Adult Swim they would have Gundam Wing and they would have Outlaw Star and those are really two great Hmm. animes I know Spider's not really into it so much um i think he might be I, you like cowboy bebop though right
1: oh yeah i like some cowboy bebop and i like them oh, um, i like ghost, the
0: ghost in the shell the movie Fantastic. was great oh yeah yeah definitely not for kids though do not let your kids watch oh, yeah. the, the first ghost in the shell
1: do not and it really that. made you think too i mean some it of the did. stuff like the concepts in there yep. especially the end you really didn't know what happened at the end you were just kind of like man there's so much going on here
0: i have the vhs copy of the, of the yep. first movie. And I actually have the the VHS copy of Akira, which was so good. So good. Mm-hmm. And that was another one. Akira made you – did you ever see Akira?
1: I did. I didn't see it as often because I wasn't as into it, but I acknowledged right. that it was pretty decent. I, I liked – Ghost in the Shell was the first one that I was really like fully aware of, and I really was kind of like, oh, man, this is actually some pretty good stuff. Which disappointed me even more that everything else that you could see on the TV here in the United States was usually pretty garbage at Yeah, it was the time.
0: trash. Unless you watched... Uh, so, sci-fi had... I, I believe it was sci-fi had anime. Um, and this was back when I was still, like, a teenager. I was probably 15. And sci-fi had um, anime at night. And it was, like, I think, like, 12 or 1. And they would have, like, 3 by 3 eyes and these, like, real... because So, anybody that knows anime... 80s anime was hardcore. Like... 90s was 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 the was the storytelling era. Like that had the best stories. But 80s, <sighs> 80s was wild west anime. Like there's there's animes I can't even bring up because they're like all I'll say is Doom Megalopolis. It's
1: <laughs> well because they they had a new market here in the U.S. for the first time. Yeah. So they really pushed the envelope as far as they could go because that's what they figured the U.S. was into. They were into some. They were pretty desensitized to a lot of stuff over there by that point already. Right. Um, so they thought, oh, here's a new market. They really want this stuff. Let's make it like the the most extreme that we and can it make was. it.
0: Did you ever watch '80s anime?
1: Um, at all? Not super often. We didn't get like I didn't have cable until well into almost um almost the uh, the late '90s. Oh, so I mean, we just had set top um rabbit kind is. of stuff yeah. so i didn't have a lot of exposure to that the most i had was the saturday morning cartoons that they were try nice. to introduce here like the very early ones before pokemon and before digimon yeah. and all that other stuff digimon i think when I started when i was a kid when i was like in middle school maybe yeah. early high school and i had friends that watched it but it was goofy for me for me it was just kind of goofy right. it was like oh man and it's all the same thing and there's always I will use this ability. Will right. I will use this? And I'm just like he told you what it was. Just punch him in the face. Um, oh man!
0: I always liked Super Mario Brothers. That was always a staple for me. Like I would watch Super Mario Brothers on Channel Three and then watch Saved by the Bell. Yeah, whatever. If you got a problem with watching Saved by the Bell, we <laughs> can meet up and have a beef with it. My I, sisters I, I like all
1: watch that too. I was just like, ah, whatever. But so yeah, I mean, so I get you. Saying, on Mario basically Brothers. Basically saying uh, I'm a
0: teenage girl, which is not true.
1: At all. Well, no, Cap. Mari Brothers had Captain uh, Captain Lou, right, or Captain yeah, Lou um, Albano. It was Lou Albano, yeah, yeah. Captain Lou. Yeah. We actually have some episodes on what was it, Hulu now or something like that? Yeah, I think so. Or is it on Netflix or Netflix or Hulu? You can actually watch it again They're- the episode with when Rowdy Roddy Piper showed up and yeah. Sergeant Slaughter showed yeah. up. Sergeant Slaughter wanted like a new air conditioner fixed or something like that. Yeah, he it did, was he was like
0: <laughs> listen up, maggot. I'm like, hey, and Got I don't think fix it was I don't I don't think Mario was Captain Lou Albano though, but he I think Captain Lou Albano was actually on the show. I
1: will have to take a look cuz I know him uh the Mario they had was was a wrestler. He he was somebody who was not like super famous, but he was uh The Mario Brothers Super Show.
0: No, it wasn't cap it wasn't Lou Albano. It was I I don't know who the name was, but it wasn't Lou Albano, it was somebody else. Um, but Lu Albano was on the show, so, yeah, he was on, he was, he was on it, um, let me see here.
1: Yeah, starring Lou Albano as Mario, and, really? uh, Danny Wells said... as Luigi alongside a Am special guest.
0: I'm wrong. I'm super wrong.
1: It was oh. the first of three television series based upon the Mario video game series. It was 1989.
0: Lou Dang, see, Lu Albano looked, looked just a little bit different from when he did that Cindy Lauper video.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Huh. Odd.
0: And Cindy Lauper actually in one of the episodes, which is kind of crazy. So that's. Cool. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: They had a lot of crazy guests yeah, on the did. show. It was. It's pretty funny. You can go back and watch them, and it's pretty funny how they kind of.
0: They had. Like, uh, uh, oh. oh man, who was this girl? She was one of those. Oh man, what was her name? Oh, uh, she was. She was pretty too. Uh, hold on. I got because now it's going to kill me if I don't if I don't remember this. Um, Nicole Eggert. And if nobody knows yep. who Nicole Eggert is, she was on Baywatch. And I watched
1: Ernie a, Hudson was on there. Ernie I watched Hudson.
0: a ton of Baywatch. My grandma loved the show. And back then, you know, as a teenage boy seeing girls in swimsuits, I was like this is this is the show. I'm for the show. I'm about the show. <laughs> I don't remember much else about the show. But but the but the the young ladies in swimsuits and that was, that was pretty cool. As a, as a teenage boy, you know I did appreciate it. Um, and then we fast forward to David Hasselhoff eating a hamburger off the floor. So that's where we that's where we are in today's society. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so your hover sandwich, hover sandwich,
0: you know, oh a classic, <laughs> classic. You got it. You got to eat it before it hits the ground, though. I don't know how these kids do it, right. it these days. I have no idea how these kids do it. So where were, what were we talking about? <laughs> we, we kinda we went, where, where were we before the Super Mario part? Oh, cartoons. Um Yeah, yeah,
1: paranormal stuff and, and right. kids and cartoons. Uh
0: yeah, they didn't the only one I noticed that kind of like dropped those like esoteric like hints was Yu-Gi-Oh. That was the only other mm. later cartoon. Um because Ghostbusters, man, whoo. Ghostbusters did it. Visionaries did it. Yep. Um, I think Mask might have done it. Mask was cool. Like,
1: mm.
0: Mask was my show. The uh, Mask was cool. If you guys get a chance, you should check out Mask. Uh, Freakazoid. I liked Freakazoid. That was kind of. It was kind of a zany kind of like, you know, uh, mm. some supernatural action hanging happening there. Uh, I don't really remember much else. Um, of course, Thundercats.
1: <sighs> yep. Man. Yep.
0: Mumra was was. Uh, Mumra was always my favorite character in that show. Always my favorite character in that show. Because he'd be this, like, hooded figure, like, Lionel, you're going to get it. And then he'd be like, Wah! and all of a sudden he's like this big buff mummy, like, I'm Mumro, the of living. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, bro, where do you get them sweet gains? I'm trying I'm trying to get them gains. How you? So who do you, uh, who do you think? Mumro
1: versus Skeletor. Mumro
0: would stomp Skeletor's face to next week. I don't know about that. Oh,
2: Skeletor.
1: dude. Come on, man! Come on! Come on!
2: That'd
1: be a good. But Skeletor decoval. got into a live action movie, and Mumro didn't.
0: But Skeletor was also Dolph Lundgren. La- uh,
1: was He Man. Yeah.
0: No, but that movie was terrible. Skeletor was Frank
1: Langella. No, it's it's great. It's excellent. Oh, I always know, use it terrible. as like a threat around here because everybody else thinks that it's terrible too. It's terrible. So I'm kind like, oh well, you know, if you're not good, I think I'll just put it on this Masters of the Universe movie. <laughs>
0: Mumra would stomp out Skeletor. What does Skeletor have that, that? I mean, Skeletor is this sorcerer, but he gets beat up by He Man every week.
2: Yeah, like, well,
1: no.
0: what does Mumra do? Or what? He Man's got that do?
1: haircut and needs. He's got to compensate for that.
0: He Man's got a, like a weird Dutch boy haircut. <laughs> <laughs> he Man.
1: He's got to compensate for that. He's so kind of like, <laughs> man, I feel bad for you with that haircut. I'll, you can, you can win. Go
0: That's ahead. what I always loved his laugh. <laughs> Hey, man! I'm like, you're alright, Skeletor. They had a uh, Facebook page. and I Yeah, I it followed it. Gone. Yeah, and then he stopped making it. It was called like, Skeletor oh, is Love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he you stopped doing it. And I was and like, oh.
1: Yeah, I saved a bunch of those memes to so go.
0: Fantastic. The, one of my favorites, the one where uh, uh, your, ch- your child has something in his mouth, and so. You're chasing after him, and it's Skeletor running after. I don't know what he was running after, but he's, like, running after. I love – oh, man. Skeletor, though, I will give it to you. Skeletor is, is, a, is a classic. You can't go wrong with Skeletor.
1: At all. I had those action figures. I had so those, I. the claw Skeletor where they had those big, gigantic, oversized, like, claws you'd put on that were plastic. And nice. they glow in the dark, and you'd just, like, twist his legs together, and he'd swing his arms like he's, like, slicing stuff up.
0: I had the one where you hit their chest. Yeah,
1: like, the battle damage.
0: Yeah, that was cool. Those were so freaking cool. I had that. Yeah, I had the Skeletor battle damage. Yeah, I had Skeletor, Ram Man. I think everybody had Ram Man. I think everybody I know had Ram Man. I had Ram Man. I think everybody had that one. <laughs> um, I had this really cool one that had like, I forget what he looked like, but or I forget what his name was, but he was he had like six arms and six legs, I think, mm-hmm. and he was red. I had him. I had, uh, I think Cyclops, the guy with the with the eyes, the different eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beast Man, the skunk one, the bat with the eyes, where you could push the eyes out of his out of his sockets and they would go up. Yep.
1: Um, I had the was... snake. The guy was the snake, but he was missing his head. So when you when you push the button, the neck would pop up. <laughs> it was supposed to be his head like popping up, like in the long neck because he was like a cobra. But there's no head up there, so it's just this neck popping out of his stump. So,
0: and I had Battle Cat. Um, and there's there's somebody else I had. Who was the one that had the green? Was the green fur Beast Man?
1: Um, I don't think so, because I think he was brown. But that might just be modern. He might be brown now. Right. It might have been like green before it the newer series are, are different from the older series
0: then i had the one where the hand was a claw yep and he had the the jaw the iron jaw i had him too man i had a lot of those those and they were fun i played a lot i played a lot with those mm. it was, that was a good time and i had battle damage he-man too yep i always tend to i noticed like when i when i went through my the the characters i had i have more villains than i do heroes
1: oh yeah oh yeah that's it's that's gotta be <laughs> you gotta fight against always, overwhelming odds right i
0: always had more villains because the villains look cooler <laughs> they i always thought the That's villains right. looked cooler like uh in teenage mutant ninja turtle slash i always thought was the coolest looking turtle you know he had the the kind of like the shredder claws mm-hmm. because that was like that was their t- teenage mutant ninja turtle so to speak um baxter stockman was cool looking krang shredder uh, it got kind of weird in the later seasons. I, I have the, there's like a lizard on a skateboard. I had him yeah. or like rollerblades.
2: Man. Yep.
0: Man. I had the one with the had slime. Like a, you put the slime. Had some kind of like,
1: yeah. It, was that like the the slime monster thing that looked like just like a pile of garbage or something like yeah, that. Yeah,
0: I still have him upstairs. Actually, I still yeah. have. I know where he's at right now. They I gave him know? an
1: offshoot show. Like he had his own show for a while. Like and they were like, it was like a a kid's version of Toxic Avenger.
0: Yeah, because he had a, his. They foot were all was like garbage sewer people, grate. and
1: his yeah, fl- they were was all like super
0: great. Yeah,
1: cleaning up the city and stuff like that. And he, he was almost exactly like Toxic Command or uh, Toxic Avenger, only for kids and not adults only. Which everybody out there, do not show Toxic Avenger to your children. Do not
0: ever. do that. No, do not do that. <laughs> um, Twenty-one
1: and over. Remember, I yeah. said that. There's a good reason.
0: Um, and then the frogs. Remember, they had like four frogs that were the opposite. Yep, and they fought Leatherface. Or I think his name was Leatherface. The Crocodile. And he was like, I guarantee, because he was from Louisiana. Eh, eh. Or like Leatherback or something. But I have him too. And the Panda, the Rabbit. I don't think I have all four turtles. I had it one time, but I have. And the cool thing about growing up like with this stuff is those toys were built to last. You could smash the trash out of them and they would still work.
1: Yeah, we ended up gluing them together most of the time. After a while, like if they just like an arm broke off and it would not stay out anymore, you just glue it on.
0: Dude, you had to be like a perfect moss man. That's who the one is with the green. With the green, yeah, yeah. Manny faces, yes. <clears throat> ah, James Goodvine. He says Mumra would stomp Skeletor. Even his name is better. That is a fact. That is
1: the- no. Nah, I'm yes. stuck on that Skeletor team. No, Honestly, Skeletor. it's a
0: fact. It is a. Fucked. Good call. Shout out to James Goodvine for the Mumra love, because Mumra was the homie. He's the ever living. That's a fact. Uh, the Toxic Crusader was the Toxic Avenger version, and he always. Yeah. Jason says he always liked Attack of the Killer Tomatoes too. And remember, oh
1: yeah, yeah. Remember
0: the cartoon Cops? I do. C. O. P. S. Yeah, I definitely remember <laughs> Cops. Man, see, we're all kind of like the same age, so this is really the cool Swamp Thing work. cartoon. Yeah, Swamp Thing cartoon. Um, what well, there was a Dungeons and Dragons cartoon. I don't know if many of you folks remember that. Mm-hmm. Gummy Bears. That was a real big oh, yeah. cartoon they back bounce then. All over the
1: place. Yeah. And they the drank had, that that potion or whatever it was, yeah. and they bounced.
0: The one had the one had the uh, like the oh, like a Robin Hood kind of look to him. Yep. Yep. Um, Brave Star. Yeah, I remember Brave Star? There was also one about dinosaurs. That came from a uh, Dino it was called, Riders, or it was either that or Dino Saucers.
1: No Dino like, Riders Dino because they would have like gear Saucers. on them, like they had uh, they had like weapons attached to their heads and stuff. Like the bad guys all rode stuff like um like T yeah, Rexes no. with like guns and stuff on them.
0: You're right in that regard, but there was a show called Dino Saucers, and they were alien dinosaurs that came from another planet. I knew I I knew I was right on that one. <laughs> Yeah, there was like, there's so many like crazy 90s cartoons, man. It was like, if you can make a cartoon in the 90s and it was wild and crazy, people loved it. Hey, James says they have the D, you have the D&D DVDs at your store? That is awesome. I should swing up there and pick those up because I liked that cartoon as a kid. It was really weird, but it was cool that dude had half a horn broken off on his head. Yep. That was always like one of the last cartoons that was on. Man, we're, we're going, we should just call this episode Going Down Memory Lane, to be honest <laughs> with you. Rock Lords, I don't remember the Rock Lords.
1: Oh yeah, they were like, yeah, the Rock Lord um, oh. action figures Like were little like boulders. Yeah, was that the bolding, one that had the pterodactyl? Like,
0: there was like a pterodactyl, and like it was the shape of a boulder.
1: Those were big enough that they actually got into McDonald's. Like You got like mini Rock Lord um mcdonald's toys they were little action figures where you'd unfold the rocks and things
0: yeah i had this one i had the green pterodactyl oh my god dude wow i just looked it up online i'm about to start tearing up a little bit Um, (laughs) he's gonna go
1: on ebay with all this t-shirt money and he's gonna (laughs) i got all these rock
0: lords um does That's what any- the
1: shirts are for, my Rock Lords collection.
0: Does anybody remember the name? I, I had this. It was a monster whose chest cavity would open up, his ribs would open up, and you could put action figures in his chest. You could put like people in his chest and cage them in. There was three monsters. He was one of them. Man, I forget the name of that one. Uh, I'm drawing a blank. Anybody listening to the show looking for paranormal advice with their family, they're like, they done checked out. <laughs> man, I forget the
1: name of that. It was like this. That's creature. a good thing about the show, though. I mean, the show like it, it's not tied like so tied to stuff that it's like, oh man, we gotta stick to this, or, or everybody's fired. Oh man, stick to script. Nah, forget it. It, it was
0: it was a toy. I remember this toy because I had it. It was probably like maybe like a foot tall. It had to be an easy foot tall, like mm. this thing was big. Oh because well, most of
1: your action figures around that time were like uh were eight, ten inches at least. Do you remember Food Fighters? Oh yeah. Yep.
0: <laughs> and barnyard commandos? I yep. still have a barnyard yep. commando, dude. I still have <laughs> one upstairs. Wow. Wow. Sectorus, I don't know what that is. Yeah, rock lords. Yeah, because I had the I had the pterodactyl looking one. Wow. The saga of Cristar, the Crystal Warrior. I remember those. I know you guys remember Muscle Man. Mm-hmm. They came in a garbage can. It was a yep. plastic garbage can. Oh no! I think what uh, the hologram ones. I think those those are called Supernaturals.
1: Well, I know uh, there were visionaries. Visionaries did have um,
0: right. The, no, the the one the, super, the, the supernaturals are the ones I'm talking about because I had the snake guy that they're showing, and they had hologram faces and shields.
1: Oh yeah, not like the staffs, but they had them actually on the figure themselves. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. Man, talk about memory lane right now. Jeez. Uh, anyways, um centurions oh yeah centurions were cool
1: yep 100 with that armor and everything and you could attach all those that gear
0: yeah they they, they were like the original mech suit before mech suits were mech suits um jason remembers what i'm talking about too with like the two foot tall like creatures and they had like a rib cage and you could open the rib cage and put like Mm. old action figures prisoner in them i used to hold my turtles prisoner in those things i always had that and the, the dude from Thundercats, this was after Mumra that had like that weird fist, that real big fist for a hand. And they would mm. fight. Always. Always. Okay. So we've just rambled on about toys and cartoons. <laughs> at, le- at least like a half hour. Uh, anybody that was in this. It's like, a kids
1: like, and family episode, though. I mean though. this. And a lot of this f- stuff
0: is paranormal and cryptids. We're talking about cryptids. Yeah. I mean, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Come on, those are cryptids. Those are cryptids That's all right,
1: day. They live in a
0: sewer. Come on, <laughs> there's a talking brain. Cryptids. Um. So yeah, that counts. All right. We're just ha- we're taking a we're taking a we're taking a little uh, a little stroll down memory lane right yeah, now. But
1: even uh, even cool. when we were growing up, we we had access to um, to games and things like old uh, like Commodore 64 and yeah. Atari and things like that. I mean, even Pac Man. Pac-Man's got ghosts in it, right? Yeah, it sure does. So straight out the gate, you've got your paranormal stuff that the kids are seeing. So nowadays, your kids can play Spyro or they can play uh, all kinds of stuff. Um, and and they're already exposed to that kind of thing. So, I mean, it's it's kind of natural to lead into to your kids already being exposed to everything and being ready to ask you questions as they get older. You just got to have the the right literature around and you got to make sure that you don't send them youtube videos
0: (laughs) yo i just found it um everybody in humanoids that's what they were called in humanoids man i like I, i just looked up the picture and this thing is like it has a bird's head and then it has a rib cage that opens up and will put people inside of them Oh, man, my dad bought me this. My dad always bought me the best-looking toys ever. Like, it was always the most weird and, like, crazy toys. My dad was like, hey, uh, you like this giant uh, bird creature with a rib cage that you can put action figures in? (laughs) And there's blood, like, in him. Like, it's not, like, real blood or, like, blood that comes out, but, like, it's painted blood. And so I'm like, oh, dad, this is the best thing ever. And I'd put, like, all my turtle figures in it. And I had RoboCop figures, too. They were going in it. You're going right in it, Robocop. I've had enough of your sass. And I had the Ed 209. <laughs> the best, coolest looking thing of the kids' era was the Ed 209, in my opinion. That thing was awesome. It couldn't climb stairs, though. It could not climb stairs. <sighs> uh, what are you going to do? Quesira, okay, sera, right? <laughs> 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 so, what do you think is a good solid age to get kids in? Uh, into the paranormal not so much like make them sit down and watch ghosts and stuff what do you think is a good age uh spider for for kids to kind of get
1: into that to kind of like explain like about yeah. the topics and things um it, it's kind of tough because i don't know if i'd give it like an actual like number i'd say um i'd say like it, it depends on the kid's maturity level like um some kids are, are really self-aware at like four or five years old and they're already asking like, what is this? What's a ghost? What's that kind of thing? But you have to kind of know what their fears are already and whether they're real rational and things that they do every day. Cause you don't want a kid getting like a neurotic tendency, like, Oh, every shadow is a shadow person. Oh my yeah. goodness. There's every shadow in my room. The shadow people they're after me and have nightmares all the time until they get to be like 13 years old. So, um, I think to really sit down and explain, be like, here, I have a book by, uh, by Von Daniken or a book by, by somebody that uh, talks about these aliens or these whatever creatures or whatever. You want to read it? You want to read about Loch Ness Monster? Cool. Here. Something like that, I think, is when they're closer to being a teenager more because they're kind of grounded. They're more, you know, they, they know more facts about the world and, and they've been through a few years of school and they've got, you know, some logical things built up in their minds and they're they're more attuned to, okay, this thing is real, this thing isn't, I can kind of differentiate better between what's what's really frightening and what's, like, just like, oh, yeah, obviously that's a CGI thing that I saw on my tablet the other day. So, uh, Probably closer to teenage years, I think, to actually sit down and, like, start introducing them serious books on the topic or, like, really serious discussions.
0: Yeah, yeah, I would have to agree. I mean, I think it's cool to start uh, kids off, like, you know, if your kid wants to watch, like, a ghost show and it's, like, something's not going to be, like, over the top or just kind of, you know, n- you know, crazy city – um, you know, three, four, just to kind of get the conversation rolling, even if they don't really understand it yet, it kind of like puts the idea in their head. Hey, um, you know, this is this is something that that's a that a lot of people believe in. It's a possibility. Um, you don't have to go crazy with it, you know, because a lot of people do. A lot of people go kind of obsessive um, mm. over ghosts, and I, that leads into my next uh, saying here. You want to, or my next um, point of discussion, you want to make sure that your kids are old enough and that you don't. Um, allow them to be misused by the the by whatever forces um, or whatever energy or spirits are there you don't want to bring them into something like that you know you have you know t- keep mm. them away from Ouija boards or or any kind of like um, spiritual um, objects or items or any kind of cursed so-called cursed objects you know if, if that's your 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 bag and your and your ply don't don't Mm. Don't keep your kids around that, you know, because, you know, oddly enough, like Spider stated earlier, he he talked about his daughter uh, seeing things. Um, now, whether she saw things or not, you know, that's that's up for mm. conjecture. You know, I can't may I never it. know. Right, we right, never, may never know. Um, and and I'm skeptical about stuff like that, but I, you know, I can't say she didn't. You know, so you know, I'm I'm, I'm mm. you know, like I have no I have no uh, knowledge of either but you still don't want to put your child in a situation because if you do believe in that kind of stuff and you do believe in spells and wards and 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 demonic uh possessions and entities and mm. things of that nature you don't want to put your children in that situation so you want to make sure if you're doing you know your ghost investigations and your and your um and you're working with uh I don't really know what they use to de- kind of de cleanse themselves whatever you use to de yourself make sure you do that uh um, or cleanse yourself. Why did I say de That didn't make any sense. Whatever you need to use to, to cleanse I'm going to filth
1: myself right up. Oh, I'm going to de Right, right,
0: right, right, right. That didn't make any sense. Um, <laughs> but kind of cleanse yourself you know, before you come home because a lot mm. of folks believe that you can bring things home with you. Um, Negative
1: influence and, right. and stuff like that.
0: And you don't want to do that to your children. You don't want to put them in a situation of like they could be possessed or they could be Misused by whatever spirit or entity is there, so make sure hmm. you cleanse yourself, not de-cleanse yourself. I don't know what I was, what I
1: was going. There'll be so much filth in this house; no <laughs> of them will want to get in here. Oh, maybe, yeah,
0: maybe maybe I was like leaning towards decontaminate, but I don't
2: know.
1: Yeah, that's probably right. right. Yeah, that sounds about right.
0: Um, so make sure that you're you're always, you know, uh, keeping those out, keeping your child away from negative influences like um, Ouija boards and stuff like that. Because, mm. you know, a lot of folks believe they are vessels or portals or whatever, what have you to other things that, uh, mm. that we can't see that maybe your child can see. So, you know, keep your kids safe. If you're out there as, a, as an investigator or you're out there as mm-hmm. a medium, psychic, um, if you practice forms of witchcraft that involve some some things of that nature, just just protect your children. Always protect your children first because they're the most important thing. Um so, you know, that's that's one thing I would recommend. And then when they get old enough to start to understand this kind of stuff and they want to kind of like say, hey, you know, I, I want to kind of see this Ouija board thing or I want to do this one or that. Uh, make sure you protect them again. Make sure you say, hey, you know, there's there's a risk with this. There's things that could happen if this is used poorly. Um, you know, make sure your child knows you know, everything there is to know about what, what might happen. The consequences, good or bad. Uh-huh. because when you're dealing with with entities or spirits it's not going to go over well um, if like i said if you believe in that sort of thing i don't really believe in that that avenue of the paranormal i do have my own theories but i don't uh I, i'm not going to be great folks for believing in that cause that that mm-hmm. avenue of of uh of paranormal um but i still and
1: like as a as a kid, a kid does isn't always just gonna instantly accept like oh they don't exist as an answer. Right. A kid you're gonna have to probably go through a few hoops, whether you believe it or not, to try to assure them that okay, nothing's gonna catch you. Just like what we did. We we went kind of above board of what I probably would have expected would have been particularly necessary if it was me. But I felt good making sure that I got done. Like making sure that she felt that she had protection in her room that in her mind made her feel safe. Because you can't just convince them right off the bat. You can't just say, oh, well, I don't see anything there. You can try to. And I did try to do that, but it's not like it helps. I mean, they're still going to be like, well, I still see this thing, and I still have nightmares, and I'm still awake all night, and I don't want to sleep by that side of the room, and I don't want to whatever. I don't want to play over there. So you still have to do certain things to convince them. And the best way to do it is to kind of go into that same mindset, and whether you believe it or not, just I don't mean lie to your kid and be like, oh, yeah, I see something there. We're going to call in Father James, and he's going to cast three exorcisms. You don't got to go crazy with it. Just, you know, indulge your kid a little bit. Just be like, okay, if you think that there's something there, what do you think we should do? Let's let's think of some things. Here, this is something I heard that might help. Let's do this, and let's do this, and just make the kid feel safer about the whole thing. And if they don't, if they feel braver about it, then there's going to be less chance of influence anyway.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it's it's all in how you tell your pa- or tell your parents. It's all in how you tell your children. You know, and, and then Well, I mean them.
1: if your parents are scared too, I mean you can do the same thing. I
2: guess.
1: It's okay, Dad. The shadow people aren't trying to get you.
0: I saw them They were trying to take my pension Here,
1: Dad, I'll p pu- I'll I'll defeat them with whiskey and uh, a little bit That's of my uh, whiskey. Gramadol. You
0: give me my whiskey, you turkey burger. <laughs> I won't stand for this. I'm sleepy. Get off my lawn. Grandpa, we're at, the, we're, at the
2: be- <laughs> we're
0: at the baseball game. I don't like basketball.
2: <laughs> Get
0: the shadow people away from me. Oh, I'm tired. Can we go home now? Uh, Grandpa, we're in an empty parking lot.
2: They're everywhere.
0: <laughs> That's going to be Spider when he gets to be an old man.
1: <laughs> I'm going to be less confused and more angry. Just with... Oh, so what's changed from today? evolve into some kind of. Not much, no, not really. Just, you know, more take oh, today and add more to it.
0: James Goodvine says he can do exorcisms, so if you need that uh, that sort of thing, I definitely can. Uh, you know, meet with you after here and forward that information over. I trust head.
1: James. Yeah, I trust, I trust James. James. I like James. Yeah.
0: James is a good guy. I'm glad you know he showed up here and he, he he gave us the 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 four one one on the old D and D DVDs for six dollars. Very. That's very good. Very good. Dog. Very good I might have to come up there and pick those up. So if you if you need an exorcism, holler at him. And funny thing, the Vatican I guess is having a huge meeting about exorcisms. Um, mm-hmm. If they haven't already, I don't know. It's been a well while since I've seen that. Since I've seen that, uh,
1: they're updating that their goes. um they're updating their their practices and their 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 how they handle stuff like that. So there's like doing a massive. It's like a big convention. Where they're um, they're updating how they they deal with that kind of stuff because for for Catholics it's a very real thing whether you as a practicing Catholic believe it or not right. it's a demonology is a big f- focal point in Catholicism
0: mm-hmm. yeah it sure is and and like that's where you see a lot of like the Exorcist and stuff like that come up you know you you see like I guess Pazazu was in the Exorcist that was like the main demon mm-hmm. um, yep. and so there's a lot of like things that revolve around that that you have to kind of be up for and um and uh and and really kind of like watch yourself guard yourself you know um so yeah like i said you know check him out we'll de- we definitely will promote our friends and and their paranormal ventures because um, they're our friends and they they mm-hmm. uh they help us make great shows so with great Let's topics help. like this um so yeah i you know i think uh I think when it comes to just kind of talking about ghosts or, or UFOs or stuff like that, you know, 3, 4. But, like, when you start getting, like, the meat and potatoes of it, you know, with, with hauntings, exorcisms, demonology, demon possession, you know, I think, like, like 15 to 17 is a good range. Because kids are pretty smart. As teenagers, you know, they're they're pretty smart. I mean, say what you will about their 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 uh, their likes in music or fashion or however you want to put it mm-hmm. but they're pretty smart you know as a teenager i was pretty smart not common sense smart there's a difference but uh book smart yeah, yeah i mean I, I would go to the library um you know a couple a couple uh a couple weekends out of the month one or two weekends out of the month go there and just look at different books but to me you know i think that's a good cuz that's when that's when teenagers can kind of do a little bit better to make up their mind than kids you know mm-hmm. children you know, it's a little bit harder for children to kind of put things in perspective and teenagers do it do it a little bit better than than kids do so mm-hmm. um, yeah 15 to 17 um and if now if you're planning on going on investigations and like doing that sort of thing i, I almost think like 18 when you're an adult would might might work out just a little bit better but You know, it's gonna be a judgment call on you as a parent. Um, Now, for your for your uh, aging parents like Spider, Mm. um, you can you can take them anytime. You can take them investigating (laughs) anytime. We'll take Spider investigating.
1: But then just just wheel me up and leave me outside. He'll just get grumpy and yell
0: at the ghost. That's what'll do. (laughs) He'll just be grumpy, and then the ghost will be like, "We're not staying here." He's a grumpus.
1: See I should sucks. hang out with Zach Baggins, and uh, when he says, you stay here and uh, talk mean to them, and I'll stay in the control, and the ghosts will show up in the control room and be like, Zach, you got to get this guy out. <laughs> you gotta, He's hurting guy, our feelings. Little Zach, Timmy over there just can't stop crying. The, the ghosts were just, oh, man. And they're going to come out there and be like, hey, dude, you, uh, you're hurting the ghost's feelings. You can't
0: sit. <laughs> I yeah, think well, he
1: tried to push me down the stairs, so I tripped him.
0: And, and I, I think his buddy Rob is just hanging out. <laughs> he's just hanging out. He don't even—he's not even scared. He's just sitting in the middle of the room drinking. You got to get these guys off off this show. But the viewer numbers are so high right now. You got to keep them on. Hey, say something mean to the ghost.
1: <laughs> you guys suck. I'd be like, why are you Atle- saying beep, sir? I don't know. I'd be like,
0: at least I'm alive. And then I would turn on... I'm,
1: Eddie.
0: Then I would turn I'm on totally Eddie's corporal. I'd, I'd turn on Eddie's hair metal, too, and then that, that'd be it. Zach would be like, dude, this hurts my tight affliction shirt. I'm sore <laughs> in my affliction in my shirt area. <laughs> She's my cherry
2: pie!
1: Warrant. We are just the, talking about warrant today. The ghost would be like, nope. Nope.
0: Nope, I'm out. I'm out. I'd be like headed for a heartbreak. Yeah, we we would be awesome. We they should give us a show like that, and then we could just act fools. What's the difference between What most of them do, anyways?
1: I mean, we we're not doing that now. Good point.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll just we'll just go off on tangents about like our love for old school like childhood toys and and childhood cartoons and the ghosts would be like, oh, we're trying to scare you. Shut up. I'm trying to think of that thing. Do you remember the toy that you could shoot out of? You guys are
1: way not as scary as 13 Ghosts. Did you guys see that movie? No, I don't suppose you did. You're stuck out in this house. (laughs) I'm I'm like, can I tell you what my favorite ghost
0: movie is of all time? Oh, God, don't do it. Please don't do it. Not the American version of The Grudge. Oh, man,
1: he's going to talk about it for 12 hours.
0: (laughs) Zach would be like, get him on here. You gotta get these guys out of here.
1: Aaron, go in there by yourself and, and No man.
2: She's a guy out.
1: That's start... the limit, man. I'll talk whatever you want to some ghosts, but I won't talk to those guys about it. We'll start beating up
2: we'll start beating up the crew.
1: <laughs> Should have never had you goofballs on here.
0: Um and it's funny because I saw a meme the other day of uh, of, of like it it's the, the box of like the ghost uh, or not ghosts but like what like so-and-so thinks I do versus what I think I do. And the Ghost mm-hmm. Hunters one was like, for different ones, like Zach Baggins' picture was there. And like all this kind of crazy stuff. And then the last one was just somebody sitting in the dark with an EVP recorder. <laughs> and I was, like, yep. I was like, yeah, that's about it. I mean, that stuff's over-dramatized yep. for a reason. But um, so, some ghost investigating folks that I've talked to, they just... Go to a place, and they sit, and they collect evidence, and that's what they do. I mean, they're basically, um, uh, I want to say spirit detectives. That's a mm-hmm. Yu Yu Hakusho reference.
1: Totally um, over my head. I'll way over my head. Yeah. Um,
0: but, but like I said, you know, use, use some good discernment when you're dealing with this kind of stuff because, you know, you don't know what's out there, folks. And I don't want to see anybody or anybody's family... Um, get injured or hurt just because you want to go off and, and be the next uh, baggins of Zachary. I don't want to mm. see none of that, man. So just be careful. That's all. Just be super careful.
1: Yeah. Uh, and and when you're when you're involving your family and stuff, definitely keep it an open discussion. Like your your kids as they grow up, or even just new family members that have never been into it, that are just getting into it, are going to have all sorts of questions, and they're mm-hmm. going to have all sorts of their own theories and ideas. And remember that we don't know all the answers, so you can't just be like, "Well, well, Dad, what if the ghost was an energy trail from the Martians?" Blah blah blah. You can't just be like, "Son, that's the dumbest thing I ever heard." <laughs> Because that's, you know, I mean, just because right. you, you might legitimately be like, you know what, I don't know what this kid is talking about. It makes no sense to me. But the kid thinks is really interested in it and thinks it's really awesome. So you want to indulge in it and be like, you know, I can see where you're coming from. I don't really agree with that, but hey, I like how where your head's at. I like your 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 thinking and your imagination. And yeah. then, as far as you know, ghosts from Mars are going to show up with energy trails and they're going to tell you, hey, the kid was right the whole time. Sorry, Pops.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, and I have to agree, like, um, you know, don't don't just shut your kid out. You know what I mean? Even, even if they're like, hey, Dad, could the Earth be flat? You know, because they don't know. They're not, you know, you, you got to sit down and be like, well, no, because of this, this, and this, and this, this, and that. And Yeah, and, give uh, them
1: the preponderance of real physical evidence that the Earth is not flat so that they
0: understand. <laughs> exactly. But do it in a nice way. Um, make sure you, and make sure you, you, you take your children to, like, the library, or take your children to um, uh, ancient or like historical sites. Not ghost, like overnight mm-hmm. ghost tours and stuff. Just take them to like, um, you know, here we have what's in this hail Farm and Village, and you can see where, you can see how people lived, you know, like a hundred years ago. And you mm-hmm. know, I loved it. I went like two years ago, and it was it was hot. It was a hot day, um, and I'm just sweating, sweating, sweating. But it was really cool. I mean, it was really, like, a fascinating place to go. I wanted to go see the blacksmith, but I'm like, it's hot. It's just, let's mm-hmm. go. So I'm probably going to go in the fall again, and maybe we'll do, like, a live uh, This uncanny Earth from there. Maybe we'll see, will ask them yeah, folks maybe. some questions, see if, you know, that place could be haunted. Um, yeah, but and cool. we got
1: places here in Ohio, like the Serpent yeah. Mound, Which where, well, it's, it's not inherently, like, it's not inherently paranormal, but you get weird, like, feelings and energies around there because it's supposed to be a mystical site.
0: Well, you know, doing some reading on it, you'll find, like, a lot of things, too, um, it being mystical and it being, you know, way older than they've dated it as. Yep. You know? Yeah, it's so it's it,
2: really cool. It's take
1: really little cool. vacations with your, your, with your family and day trips into that if they're really getting interested in that and take them places like that. Be like, okay, well, yeah, do you, do you feel anything weird or different or anything here? Does it, does it feel, like, nice or, or, you know, how do you feel by hanging out here? And then discuss those feelings with them.
0: And also, like Spider said, don't knock them. If they're like, hey, I think Frankenstein settled on the moon. Be like, okay, where? why do you think that? And if they're like, just because, be like, okay. Because remember,
1: see. you've never been to the moon, so it's not like you can go physically be like, see, look, pictures. There's nobody there. Because we haven't even explored the dark side of the moon, so we have no idea. Frankenstein hey, man,
0: I did on the Pink Floyd album, man. <laughs> Shout out to James Bryan. I don't know if he'll ever hear this, but... I had to I had to use the cool James Bryan voice for that one. If nobody knows who that oh, yeah, is, which only a few of you will probably know, good dude. Just so he's a celebrity.
1: Point. He's an absolute celebrity.
0: Absolute, factual, one hundred percent hometown hero. Hometown mm-hmm. hero. Um, also, when you when you are out and, and with your child, don't let him be approached by weirdos. All right. Don't let them st- don't let people just come and be like, "I feel the negative energy around your child if they do and you punch them in the face, mm-hmm. things have to happen sometimes, but don't let people come over and like you know negatively influence or do this and do that. You still have to act as the boundary between this field of study and the weirdos that are in this field of study because there are some let's not let's not um. Uh, sugarcoat it Um, and and anything that kind of involves some some kind of fringe theories or some kind of out there concepts you can have some out there folks so you just kind of want to keep your children away from that too you want to protect them from from human beings (laughs) not just not just yeah uh, because as we
1: all know human beings are the real monsters
0: that's true and uh, you know once you grow up you learn that you learn that the real monsters are humans oddly enough Mm -hmm. Oddly enough, um, also, if if they're if they're showing an interest in this kind of stuff, make sure you lead them down the path of of of, uh, of getting the research. You know, tell them to kind of stay away from YouTube videos. Or, um, I mean, if they're gonna watch them, just tell them, hey, some of these videos are straight up not true. You know, mm-hmm. and, and here's how you can discern whether if they're real or not. Um, because I have watched a couple YouTube videos that people will post and be like, "Man, you don't know what you're talking about it's this." And I'm like, uh, "That was filmed in your basement, wasn't it? Did you film this in your basement?" My mom said I could film it with my Star Wars action figures. <laughs> Yikes! But but I mean, you know, if you're gonna like in search of that's an that's an old TV show. It's on YouTube to watch. That's fine. You can use that. I use that. It's a good kind of like. It doesn't have any crazy, shocking images or any kind of, like, real scary stuff. Um, But it's just something you can show your child and your child. Like, this is interesting. Like, I showed my son the ghost episode. And he was like, that's cool. That's cool, Daddy. I like Mm -hmm. that. And he always wants me to protect him from ghosts. And I said, of course, Daddy, can protect you from ghosts and monsters. And it was aliens today, he said. Aliens. He goes, because he likes to play Halo. So he's like, "Can mm-hmm. you protect me from the aliens?" I'm like, "Of course." He's like, "You gonna get the shotgun?" I'm like, "Always," because the shotgun's the best weapon in Halo, in my opinion. <laughs> well, Can we I'm And he's out, out. Um, so yeah, like I said, just make sure you're 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 wise about it, because kids are gonna have some questions, man. They're gonna they're gonna. I had questions when I was a kid. You know, I had questions about ghosts and and aliens and stuff, and my parents never ridiculed me for it. You know, they just said, Oh, some of that stuff, um, might not be real. Some of it might be something else. You know? Mm-hmm. But I was never I was never shunned for asking a question. And I think that's I think that's good. I think, you know, you have to really just kind of sit back and and um and really kind of go with that, which is cool. You know. I, I, I like that.
1: Yeah, it's it's definitely good, especially if you have an interest in it. Like if you're listening to our show, then you have to have at least some kind of passing interest. At least if you've listened to this many episodes, I wouldn't. I don't know why you'd want to torture yourself otherwise. But (laughs) um, if you've listened to this many episodes, you have an interest in the paranormal too, and uh, and so if you have that interest, you might as well share it. Share it with your family. Share it with your kids. Just you know, ease them in to the level you're at. Don't just like throw it and be like. Kids, put on the tinfoil hats. It's time for a family meeting. The reptilians (laughs) are coming tomorrow, and we need to be prepared. It's like, uh, just you know, one step at a time.
0: Yeah, don't don't just throw them like out there. Like today, we're gonna watch the exorcist. Don't do that.
1: (laughs) This is real stuff. This happens in real life. This is the exorcism in real time. I'm doing one right now, and your
0: mother, because of her horrible cooking. (laughs) wow that's terrible you're terrible people um but yeah you know it's it's just it's all about making sure you do it the right way not the not the goofball way you know and play our show for so them.
1: everybody's comfortable yeah, oh yeah play, yeah because you know we're family friendly we we're
0: that's why i made it again through. if you
1: listen this many episodes you know that we try hard not to say things we're not supposed to on the main episodes and um and the guests occasionally have had a word here and there, but, you know, I think it's – you can either shy away from those or explain to the kids, hey, you know, other people talk different ways. So – but, yeah, we're, we're, we're open to having your kids listen to the show and, and keep things interesting and fun and, and give them something to, to read up about.
0: And that's why I created the show, so that it would mm-hmm. you, you could sit around and, you know, listen to it with your family. So you could say, hey, you know what, Mom, I got a question – why does that guy talk about the Grudge movie all the time? <laughs> and she be like, I don't know, dear. I think he's off his rocker. <laughs> I think he's off his meds again. That crazy guy. So, yeah.
1: yeah, well, it's been good. I, I, I We still have about um, 15 minutes. minutes. But we're probably going to wrap up a little bit and um, and wind down. So we've hit this pretty hard. Um, we had a lot to talk about. Even though we went on some divergences, I think they were all good stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we went we went like on some on some kind of uh some tangents there.
1: Well sometimes you got though. to just meander around the yard a little bit. Just we're Yeah,
0: you gotta walk the back forty. Sometimes you gotta walk yep. the back forty and just kinda say, Hey, this is beautiful.
1: Mothman, get out of those trees. Hey,
0: Mothy. <laughs> that's enough of your shenanigans, sir.
1: We had that two weeks ago. You take a break. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Good old Point Pleasant, and we're gonna try to get out there for the Mothman Festival too. You know, if
2: uh, fun, yeah. At willing. some
1: point, I mean, this year seems like it might be a little booked up so yeah. far, and um, and with like the way cash is anytime. But um, this is all stuff for for future stuff. Next year, hopefully, we're gonna try to hit at least uh, probably one place at least every couple of months, yeah, give or take. I think because I think that's that'll be all right without stretching the budget too much. Um, a monthly thing, I think, is is a nice dream, but I don't think we're going to be able to swing it every month. That's a lot of money to try to swing by.
0: Not yet. Every... Not yet. Probably in the future. But we'll though.
1: also try to do some some local stuff, like maybe go down to in this local area. We can go down to Lock Four.
0: Yeah, and we can go to the Civic Theater. Um, yep. Up towards my neck of the woods, and and,
1: and, do and we that. can check all that like the local places out without having to really spend basically anything more than than. Couple bucks of gas and maybe a meal, so you know, we'll try to do a lot of that in the intervening spaces uh, over the course of next year and uh, get a lot of videos. Which most of those, again, just everybody knows, most of the video stuff will end up on the Patreon once it's done. I think we're mostly just making sure we have enough content and stuff built in before we actually kick the button on that. Um,
0: now what I'm that making... we're gonna make it oh, go ahead, I'm sorry, go ahead.
1: Go ahead. Oh, no, no, I'm rambling on now. <laughs>
0: I was born a rambling man. Um, I think what I might do too is for like some of the episodes or like some of the videos we do, I might make an, a separate audio feed and put mm-hmm. that as streaming on the uh, on the speaker site, not download but streaming. So right, and then like do like a cut of stuff that you only get to see and hear on the Patreon. So yep. I, I just kind of want to yep. put that put out some there. highlight reels,
1: yeah, some highlight reels on the maybe on some the speaker.
0: bloopers. Maybe yeah, to kind of bring you into it. Down the steps,
1: and being really upset about it. Ah,
0: oh, don't you dare! I'm climbing back up them steps, and I'ma get you. And he will get you.
1: <laughs> but he's
0: not gonna get the wind to go. That's for sure.
1: No, what? No, I've seen that wind to go creeping around on on the old internet side. I'm, he's coming for own. you.
0: You better be ready. I'm oh, telling. I bet he is.
1: I'm I'm in training right now. I'm training real hard. My you're not, you
0: don't train. And between the two of us, I train. You don't do any kind of training.
1: It's it's meditation training.
0: You ain't even you know you're, you're doing the show. You can't meditate. <laughs> this guy.
1: That's with my left brain. My right brain is uh, is meditating. <laughs> and then you got the the lizard brain, and then you got the mammalian brain, and you get all the different you know.
0: What are you even going on about at this point?
2: <laughs>
0: so. But yeah. Um, a big, a big, big, big special thanks to our awesome friends James Goodvine as always. Jason Link as always. And James Creechbaum. Our first time it's first time for this for this gentleman to come up here in the chat zone. Appreciate you, buddy. Yep. Definitely yep. appreciate you. We're looking forward to having you on the show on the twenty second of August. I don't know if I made that known last episode, but um, he's going to be a very special guest.
2: Definitely, definitely. We're
0: going to have him on. We're going to. It's going to be fun. You know, I, I've been uh, kind of uh, interacting with him back and forth, and he's a good dude. He's a real good dude. Mm. I, I, I'm glad that that we're getting a chance to kind of talk and. I've listened to his show And he's finally coming back Um, I believe He is back Or he's gonna be back Like real soon Um, I try to catch him When I can And that's what With a lot of you folks Out there I don't It's not that I'm rude That I don't uh, That I don't listen To your shows But a lot of time It's after the fact That you've done the show Because Mm -hmm. a lot of the time um, When some of your shows Come on I'm usually with my son I'm usually playing with my son Or I'm doing something You know Life of a father you know it's 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 just it is what it is on that yeah, on that yeah. aspect, but you know and and i don't i don't I don't mind when you folks listen later too, you know I understand man, people have lives, you know some folks have to get up early in the morning so they can't catch our ten o'clock show, or you know some folks yep. live on the other side of the world where like it's it could be like two a m right now, so I understand and I get it. I appreciate you listening and downloading after the fact that doesn't you don't always have to sit here with us live. I mean it'd be a lot cooler if you did. Alright, <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> no, but we appreciate you folks out there. We do. The, the the people that listen and don't comment, we appreciate you folks. I mean I understand, you know. Some people aren't 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 game for for the whole commenting thing. Um the reason hmm. I enjoy you folks commenting is because I like interacting with you live. That's my, that's one of my favorite things. Is is just to like, oh, uh, I see somebody commented here jason oh hey he says thanks to you guys too hey you're welcome mm. brother it's always love from over here um but I like seeing that I like seeing your comments I like seeing your posts it makes it makes me feel good uh in a, in a weird egocentric way <laughs> no it, it just it's cool to see like that something that I've wanted to come to fruition for such a long time since I was younger um come to fruition and it's really it's really interesting, and it's really great that. I mean, and I know that the 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 market is is saturated in a lot of paranormal podcasts and things like that. So I don't take uh, big offense to not being one of the first ones on the scene, but mm. um, because that, that's not what we're about here. We're not going to start getting on here and start trashing everybody's podcasts and going after people just so we can get you know a couple extra viewers for the drama. Mm. Um, we prefer to work with other folks. You know, if anybody out there is part of a podcast and you'd like to have us on or uh you know, we you know, we could have you on, that's no problem. We we like we like having guests.
1: Definitely. Um, 100%. Uh,
0: I believe Maxine and Tony you're going to be on one of their upcoming shows. So,
1: Yep. It would and be then really- they're they're going to be on one of ours at some point. I know we've got some guests lined up, so we're still yeah. we haven't penciled them in yet, probably um sometime in September. Or Afterwards, it, it all depends, right. but um, but yeah, we're gonna do some show trades for that, and um, yeah, a lot of a lot of good stuff, a lot of people oh. that we're asking to be on, and
0: we'll probably be actually be on James's show, too.
1: Um, cause oh, yeah. I ta- yeah. we had
0: talked about that, uh, he actually talked about meeting up, but it's 50 miles. <laughs> I think he's closer to you though <laughs> than he is me because he's in Dover, so which isn't really <clears> horrible. <throat> I mean,
1: maybe one of these we times could, uh, know, not we could figure something out, we yeah, could do a sure. day trip. Because 50 miles is like, uh, Cleveland is what, like 50, for me, it's Mm -hmm. like 50.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, you
1: know, I mean, it's a long trip, but it's a a day trip. You take a day out, hang out, have some lunch, talk paranormal stuff, see some paranormal sites, uh, maybe eat again, and then say goodbyes. So, you know, I mean, it it can be doable. Yeah. Just got to set aside a day for it.
0: Yeah, And and he's a good dude, so I'd be excited to to hear some of what he has to say and on the 22nd it's going to be really cool uh um cat hobson i can't wait to get her on the show she's real uh she's real Mm -hmm. down to earth a really nice person um she uh i got to talk to her when i was on jennifer and uh kevin malik's show which was awesome Mm -hmm. they're good they're two good folks too and i hope to have them on i think we're gonna have them on for a tesla episode because i was on uh, there is for a Tesla episode and there's always more Tesla to talk I can always talk more Tesla <laughs> folks. everybody knows me you know. so I definitely want to have them back on of course if they want to come on nobody's forced I'm not going to say if you don't come on we're not going to be friends anymore on Facebook because I'm not, I'm not a, a drama queen um, and of course uh, Kenny Vigue will be um, on the show on Sunday now I know some of you are like oh Sunday what's going on we're still going to have our regularly scheduled Thursday show the Sunday show is just—it's still the same show. It's still going to be the Sun Candy Earth. It's going to be episode forty-seven. So next one going to be forty-eight, but it's a special episode because it's on a Sunday. And if some mm. of you folks can't get to it to listen, I understand. Listen to it after if you if you if if you need to. Um, but that's going to be coming up Sunday, and we're going to be talking about the paranormal stuff. We talked about game stuff before. We're gonna we're gonna delve into the paranormal on this one. Um, mm. And if it runs over, it runs over because the other one ran over you know it's it, this this episode i'm not going to be stringent upon it being hold it to two hours um the only reason i hold things to two hours a lot of the time is just because in case spiders like hey i want to get on and talk about this for a minute or this is coming out so that's really yeah because we
1: have fun. a because we have a three hour um daily time right. slot for for Spreaker, which is more than enough really for most days oh yeah um it, it's just occasionally if we have a couple things lined up in the same day we want to fit everything in all at once but uh but yeah, I, it, we're going to do a few things that are probably going to be longer as long as the, the discussion and, and whatever else can amount to it. Because two hours sometimes is a lot of time to fill up. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's kind of like, oh, man, we're done already. We just got started. right? But sometimes it's it's kind of a lot. So three hours is also kind of iffy. But some things we'll just let go if the conversation is good enough.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, so tomorrow, which is almost today. I believe Wolfenstein comes out,
1: so yep, we will gonna... probably play that on yeah. Saturday. I'd say because we're going to be hanging out tomorrow. Oh um, yeah, good point. Good point. We're we're playing. Playing. So, so what we'll, we'll probably do is be... we'll play it
2: Saturday. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah we'll be stri- st- uh, Twitch streaming the new um, the new Wolfenstein game, uh, Youngblood, uh, for the first time. It, uh, it preloaded a couple days ago on, on our consoles. It'll be installing for sure, ready to play sometime tomorrow at midnight. So, um, so yeah, Saturday, we'll, we'll play that for the first time. And um, tomorrow, we'll be doing the unboxing for the shirts. We'll show you what they look like. We'll try them on. We'll post the link for the, uh, for the PayPal, so you can just order them straight to there. And um, all that good stuff.
0: Well, I think we're going to cut out early tonight. We had a great conversation. I don't really have anything else to say that of any importance. Um, unless you want to hear me go on another like hour talk about cool toys from the 80s and 90s. So, <laughs> yeah. um, As always, like I've said, like Spider said, why be boring when you could be uncanny? Good night, folks.
1: Gonna be on a bumper sticker near you soon. See you later.